in particular was fond of announcing. I asked them all to refer to the chemo drugs as green and gold healing crystals. My oncologist and naturopath collaborated. We balanced the harshness of the chemical and surgical treatment with intermittent, intense nourishing of my body. The oncologist told me that my response to the chemotherapy was, in his exact word, remarkable. He volunteered his opinion that it could not possibly have been the drugs alone. He said he had to give credit to all that other stuff I was doing. He said that whatever it was, in addition to the naturopathic adjuvant therapy, I should keep on doing it. It was working. It did work. We were practicing then what people are now calling the emerging field of integrative or collaborative medicine. That personal experience influenced me as a behavioral scientist to examine more closely the way war as a metaphor works in our society at large. I added the awareness of the war metaphor at work to my existing approach to transcend us against them as an automatic response to other cultures, functions, and departments in the workplace. My graduate students at the Leadership Institute of Seattle, as well as my clients in various fields and industries, have responded with surprise and some form of relief when they explore how the war metaphor influences our lives. This book is my commitment to bring that surprising awareness and potential relief for leaders and teams experiencing battle fatigue caused by the pervasive, largely unconscious, and often devastating effects of the war metaphor mindset at work, and to offer an alternative way of thinking about, talking about, and therefore experiencing life at work. For you, dear reader, dear leader. Introduction. Who is Edri Allen Ogbro and why should you listen to her? I am motivated by a life dream to contribute to a world where we choose to work well with each other rather than wage war against each other. Let's start where many of us spend the bulk of our time, at work, and tip the scales toward flourishing together. What better place to practice thriving than at work? My personal goal is to reach at least 100,000 leaders of organizations and communities who then influence millions more to create cultures that are inclusive, collaborative, and innovative. Paraphrasing the words of Buckminster Fuller, my passion is to help leaders co-create a world that works well for everyone. I have been professionally influencing leaders, organizations, and graduate students for over 30 years by teaching them to become more humanely successful. However, I evidently started intuitively as a child. Uncle Honey, my beloved first positive male leadership role model, 
told me that when I was about four years old, I once confronted him with three profound questions about a gap between what he was teaching me and what I observed him doing. He said that conversation inspired him to turn his life around and live in integrity with his values. Now I realize that Uncle Honey had planted a seed in my life for inclusive collaborative leadership. He demonstrated his value for inclusion and collaboration by listening to and honoring the contribution of a four-year-old little girl. He took on the role of learner and assessed the validity and value of my perspective. When I was old enough to understand, he let me know how powerful...